Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Hi, it's everybody's favorite girl, Miss Wanda Love, coming back with another episode of Everybody Needs a Little Love. I hope this past week and weekend was wonderful to you. I hope this week coming up will be even better. I have no complaints up in here. So, you know, um, during the weekend, um, just doing things, random thoughts pop into my head. And when these random thoughts pop into my head, they become the topic of the podcast. Okay. So a lot of things happening in my life, a lot of things, you know, continue to happen. A lot of things past happen, just a lot of things accumulating, coming together to put some stuff together for you to talk about. So this week's topic is titled professional storyteller. Okay. Professional storyteller, which is also known as Negro. You lying. <laughs> okay. Professional storyteller or, you know, we're going to break it down. Negro, you lying. You, you, you know, you lying. So it made me think, you know, why, why do we lie? Why do people lie? And, you know, is it, is it to make you look better? Is it to make you not look stupid? Is it to get you from point A to point B? Why? Why do we lie? And, and, and thinking about this, you know, I thought about the first time I lied and I, it's funny. I remember, I remember the first time that I told a lie. I was five years old. Um, we uh, grew up in Niagara Falls, New York. So five years old in Niagara Falls, New York, playing outside our apartment, on 22nd street and anybody know Niagara Falls, they know exactly what I'm talking about. They can picture it. So where we lived at the first house, the first apartment, they were all joined together, the brick houses, and they were all joined together. And, uh, our address was the first apartment at, uh, the end of the street. So when you come outside and you went, if you come out the back door and you go to the left, you know, there's a sidewalk and then you go on out. It's just nothing but grass, like an open area where you could play. Then there's another sidewalk and then there was the street. So there's this big open area of grass that you can just play in. So I'm five years old and I remember my father, man, I be missing my father sometimes. And I remember my father and he um, let me go outside and he, he told me, he said, you know, you be careful out there because um, that big area, sometimes people would just throw stuff in there, you know, whatever it was, garbage or, or whatever. No, it wasn't nasty and, and a, a dump looking, but sometimes people just would throw paper or whatever, would throw it in there. So he said, be careful playing out there. Okay. So I'm five years old, go outside. And, um, this was before you, you know, you could go outside by yourself before, you know, you got snatched up or jacked up. We'll talk about that in another episode. So I'm outside playing and, there was a um, Coke bottle, Coca-Cola bottle. And that just fascinated me. I just, I remember I can see myself. Oh, there's a bottle on the ground. Oh, I'm going to play with it. So <laughs> I picked this bottle up, empty Coke bottle. I pick it up 
And I don't know what I was doing, pretending it was a, a diamond or whoever. I don't even know. Just doing stupid stuff that kids do. So I'm out there playing. And the house's uh, apartments were brick. So something came over me, the rush of adrenaline. I'm going to break this bottle. And I took the bottle and threw it up against the house, the side of the, the house, the uh, brick. And it broke loud, just like crash, just, <laughs> you know, glass everywhere. And I'm standing there and my father heard it and he came outside, came down the back stairs, came outside, looked at me and I'm standing there looking at the, <laughs> looking at the glass. And he looked at me, looked at the glass, looked at me. Oh my gosh. Looked at the glass, looked back at me and said, did you, did you break a bottle? And me. Looked at my father straight in the face. No, straight up told my daddy, no, I did not break the bottle. Just straight up lied. And God had mercy on me that day because my father just kind of, he just stared, he just kind of stared at me, stared at me a little bit. And he said, come on in the house. Um, you, you can't play out here. You might get cut in that glass. And I walked past them, walked in the house like, whoa, whoa, I got one over on daddy. I really didn't, you know. Um, I think God just said, you know, uh, Bobby, don't don't give her a shellacking right about now because she's a child and she has to be taught certain things, you know. So my father, like, he gave, he gave me a grace period that time. But I lied. So when I think about this, like, I, why did I lie? Because, of course, I didn't want to get a whooping. Because my father, like I said, he used to spit shine me and my brother. Okay? <laughs> he used to polish us. So I didn't want to get a whooping. Um, I guess that was my main thing. Let me lie about this so I won't get waxed. I got waxed for plenty of other things. But um, I never, like, just stood there and just told a, just a lie in my father's face ever. So it just made me think like, why as we grow and we go through these things, why do we lie? Like as a child, all right, you may lie to get out of um, getting waxed. So as you get older and you kind of understand what a lie can do to somebody or what, you know, it, it's some consequences be, behind not telling the truth. There are consequences, especially if like the, like the bottle that was like a one and done. Yeah. And of course I broke the bottle. You know, it was just me. Nobody else was necessarily affected with my father, but he kind of let me slide. So we kind of handled that right up in there with them looks and the, the way we looked at each other. Like, I know you're lying, but I'm gonna let you go this time. Okay. So that never came back around. But when you lie about things that are going to come back around, come back around and just tear you up. Why lie in the first place? Why lie in the first place? So you, you may tell somebody a story and yeah, I got over, I got over on that person, but something's going to happen to trigger something, you know, like a domino effect. And that sucker going to come back up in your face. So, Sometimes you have to talk to people. When you talk to people, you have to be very specific on what you say. 
You have to ask specific questions and you have to listen and hear their response. You have to, you, you have to listen. I remember talking to someone and I said, um, yeah, I graduated high school. I, I said, I graduated high school. They said, yeah, I went to high school too. <laughs> so if somebody says I went to high school too, would you think, okay, so they graduated. So that's what I thought. So you have to be, you know, moving forward. You have to ask somebody, yo, did you graduate high school? Which is, which is stupid, but you have to be specific. I thought about, I don't know what made me think about Bill Clinton and all that stuff happened years ago. You know, you shouldn't break up anybody's past. We just talking about this, just making, you know, references. And I thought about when, uh, he, he got on national TV and said, I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Okay. What we should have asked Bill was, all right, Bill, did you engage in any uh, oral activity with that woman? Which he would have replied, no, I did not. And then we should have asked, okay, Bill, did that woman engage in any oral activity with you? Bill couldn't, <laughs> Bill couldn't have said nothing then. You know, it's just so many things and so many uh, situations and reasons I go or, or sit, you know, situations why people lie. So if you have to lie, if you have to lie to get what you want, just stop talking, just stop talking. Don't even, that's not which that's not for you player. That's not for, that's not for you in anything in life. And of course, you know, we're going to break it down in relationships. Relationships are, it's like the pit of lies. Like, you know, um, let, let me, let me, let me tell you about this one. This, this, this is a true story. Um, there's this, you know, as a man, you know, men, men like Miss Love. That's just how it is. Just, just, y'all just, y'all should know that by now. So brother talking to me, you know, he was nice looking, you know, had a job, nice brother. And he telling me all the things that, you know, a woman wants to hear, you know, I'm single and he's telling me this, I'm single, I'm ready to date. I'm ready to, uh, find somebody to settle down with and have a relationship, blah, 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 blah. So he's telling me all these things. And so then one particular day he says, you know, well, yeah, I'm single, you know, um, you know, me and my wife, you know, we, um, you know, we got, we got separated because things didn't work out. So he said, yeah, we, we separated, but he didn't really go into any more detail. He separated. So back then, this was back when I was, uh, late twenties. So, you know, uh, your mentality in your late twenties is a lot different or it should be different than in your fifties. So in my twenties, it was like, yeah, he's single. No, no, no. He is separated. Separated does not equal single, but he said he was separated. I'm hearing, okay, he's single. So money, you know, finally, um, has me to come over. Why don't you come on wine? You know, we chill, watch TV a little bit, you know, got a little wine. We sit down and talk, get to know each other. All right. All right. So I'll go over to his house. He's separated. Go over to his house. 
am sitting up in, man, you got a nice house. I'm sitting up in this man's house. Nice house. And and think about things. Just think about, I, I didn't pay attention to how it was decorated or, you know, just how how the, the, the um, as you want to say, the woman's touch in everything. And I'm like, man, you, you got a really nice house. And he said, yeah, you know, my sister helped me. My sister helped me uh, decorate it, you know, and I got all this nice stuff. I'm like, this is, this is really nice. So I'll be sitting there talking, you know, music playing, you know, drinking a little wine. And I hear the garage door open. Is somebody coming in here? Is somebody? Oh, no, don't worry. Don't, don't worry about that. Who's coming? Who's coming in your house? I thought you, you know, you said you, uh, did you live alone? No, no, I don't, I don't live alone. Well, er, er, I thought you said, I, I thought you said you, you were separated. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm separated. I, well, I meant like, you know, I'm, I'm here, I'm at work. And then my wife, you know, she, she was, um, over at her job. So like, we separated. We we not together. Negro. What? Ne- oh. Yes, yes. That look you have on your face. That's what I have on my face right now. So you just straight up lied, Negro. You straight up lied, saying you were separated. But technically, Wanda, did the brother lie? Did he lie? Or did I hear what I wanted to hear? And it bothered me so. I, I, I'm going with Negro, you lying for 20 points. Because he knew doggone well. He said what he what he uh what I wanted to hear. When somebody is man, manipulative with their the words and language and things like that, that's a lie. You you're lying to get me to do what you want to do. People can get hurt behind your lies. Do you know I almost got beat down? And this was before I got into my, uh, went into the wig phase. So I had braids in my hair. So I just, and I'm not a fighter. So I thought, man, if this lady snatched me up, <laughs> up off her couch by my hair, I'm done. I ain't even going to try to fight back. I'm just going to get up out the house. Needless to say, a cussing match ensued between him and her. And I just was able to, to flee the scene without getting jacked up. Another thing that, that comes to mind when it's a professional storyteller, have you ever met someone who no matter what you say, no matter what story you tell, how you, when it happened, whatever it is, they have a more extravagant story to tell man, and this is just for, uh, this is, this isn't a true story, but say you told somebody, man, my grandmother came outside. She fell down the stairs, rolled down the sidewalk a little bit. And a dog came and started biting her. It was just sad. We couldn't even get grandma up. It was, it was just all this stuff going on. And what does the person reply with? Man, it happened to my grandmother too. Negro, (laughs) Negro, except it was two dogs. And um, the cops had to come. The SPCA came. It was everybody up in there. Negro, you lying. So moving forward, moving forward, 
when you encounter a professional storyteller or just a straight up liar, adjust your conversation and the topics and the questions, everything about yourself, adjust it accordingly, okay? Because there are people out here that just cannot tell the truth. They don't want to tell the truth. And like I said, I lied as a kid. Have I ever lied as an adult? Mm-hmm. And my mo- my main lie has been, yo, Wanda, you love me? Yeah, baby. <laughs> you know Wanda love. You want to love everybody. So I apologize. This is this is a confession. I apologize to anyone out there who feelings may have been, you know, miscon I may have made you think something different. And um I'm not a professional storyteller, but um moving forward, if you are or know of someone who is, y'all just need to stop that right now. Just just stop it right now. If you in my age bracket, I'm 57. If you in my age bracket and you still still doing that stupid stuff to get where you got to go or think it's going to take you where you need to be. Yeah. Don't do that no more. All right. Listen, whatever it is, whatever it is that you choose to do, make sure you do it good to you. I'm Miss Wanda Love and everybody needs a little love.